Welcome to the Dietitian's Dish Podcast. We are Gina and Nicole, two dietitian mamas and good friends living in Ohio and Michigan. This is a podcast dedicated to making whole family wellness more fun and less stressful. Whether you're listening in the car or slumped on the couch with a glass of wine, welcome. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm Nicole. And I'm Gina. And today we are dishing up a little back to school fruit and vegetable taste test, maybe some new things to try in those packed lunches, uh, or perhaps some produce items that you or your children have never tried before. Uh, But first, a little catching up. Gee, what's going on? Well, not a whole lot. Uh, It's starting to get fallish here, which I love. Like right now, I think if you step outside, it's about 50 degrees, which is just my favorite thing ever. Of course, it becomes 80 to 90, you know, midday, but that's okay. We are inching our way towards fall. I've been working a ton. Uh, I actually finally had a a day off, but it was for the wrong reason because someone in uh, Paige's, no, I'm sorry, Cameron's classroom had a fever. And so they had to test her for COVID. And I guess that's the thing now. If any child has a fever, they have to get tested for COVID. And then during that time, anyone in that class and all siblings of people in that class have to stay home until the test comes back. Oh, lovely. Crazy. I know. I know. Uh, it's okay. I've heard actually friends of mine whose kids have to stay home from school if they have a stuffy nose. <laughs> wow. I don't even, what's the point of even sending your kids to school for the next three months? My kids are Six always months. stuffy. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Really? So anyway, the, the test was negative. So we were able to go back the next day, but it was unnerving for sure. Uh, and then... Other than that, so kindergarten has been going really well. I'm I'm really happy with uh, our decision to send her to the private kindergarten again. So all is good. And then lastly, we are getting ready to book our Disney trip. I know I talked about how we had planned it out, but we weren't actually able to book it until closer to the April date that we're going. And so I reached out to the person who's doing all our planning for us just to make sure that we can still get in since it's such a drastic, they've cut the amount of people who are able to get into the park every day, which I love. I mean, it's going to be great. And she said, we can obviously still get in. We've got plenty of time. So I'm booking that this weekend. We've chose our three, our three days and booking our, our plane plates probably in a couple of weeks. So yay, I'm very excited about that. What about you? What's going on? Uh, work has been very busy for me as well. Um, and I had a little, a little blood clot scare last week. Um, so Monday back to work after the weekend. I did not move. I went to bed with 3000 steps. Like I just, I did not get up at work for all day. I mean, I probably went to go to the bathroom twice, but other than that, I basically sat for nine or 10 hours, like just straight. It was terrible. Like it was so busy. And then Tuesday, um, I get to work and I have this weird pain, sometimes throbbing, sometimes dull, sometimes aching, sometimes shooting. And it kind of wrote, it kind of moved between my ankle and like my upper calf, kind of most of the time, like kind of lodged right there in my upper calf. I'm okay. kind of like, oh, that's weird. I got, got up and walked, like whatever. Um, as the day progressed, like so eight hours later now, it's 4.30 and it's still there. It's kind of intensified through the day. There was no injury to the leg at all. Okay. And of course, I get on Dr. Google and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I should go to the emergency or to the urgent care. So I, I text Mark. I'm like, hey, I'm going to go because just peace of mind, really. And mm-hmm. plus, if it's a blood clot, like that would be pretty scary and I should go anyway. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to urgent care. And on the triage form at Urgent Care, the last question is like, do you have pain, redness, swelling, whatever in one leg? 
And I circled yes and like slid it back over across the counter. And she was like, yeah, you're going to have to go to the emergency department. I was like, ah. So I did. And it was it was fine. Um, Shortly after I was like put into a like an ER bay, um, this resident walked in and he, oh, tall drink of water. Like he (laughs) was so good looking. Always. And my legs had been shaved like three days ago. Like so those are the worst. Like that's when they're like offensively prickly. And he's like all up on my legs and I just went and I needed a pedicure like, whoa, it was terrible. (laughs) So he's like, I don't think I mean, you really have no risk factors. And he's like, but, you know, I'll let the attending come in. And then in walks this gorgeous woman. I was like, what? You people are all like off the uh, movie set. I mean, just absolutely stunning. Um, And so she decided to order an ultrasound. So they did that. We waited for the radiology report. Everything checked out. And so when they went to go send me home, she said, it could be an early blood clot that is not showing up on imaging yet. It could be the (laughs) shingles or it could be just a muscle strain. I'm like, okay, well, that's quite the the fruit basket there of options. Um, Shingles. That's interesting. Isn't that all over your body? And isn't that you know, for like old people? Don't you know when you're older? So they, they don't, anyone they don't can give you the vaccine shingles. until you're fifty. I thought. I know it's well. Of course, Wednesday I still had some pain. Thursday a little bit, uh, but it's it's since gone. So I think okay. we, it's. I'm guessing it was just a muscle strain. Uh, but that okay. was definitely scary. And I think from you know oh, one yeah. of my goals is to move more during the day, and I just it is. It is just very difficult with a sedentary job. And when, you know, work demands are just being thrown upon you, it just seems it's just not natural for me to be like, time out. I count two. You know, I need to do this for me. Mm-hmm. But that was that was a wake up call. So I've been very good the past week about getting up and moving. Uh, but other than that, we have had just like a series of guests visiting. I think people are, you know, we live in a beach town. So I think a lot of people have been like, let's go. Um, so we've had my friend from Chicago come with her four kids for like a beach day trip twice now. Um, my sister-in-law and her wife came from Seattle and my in-laws came to see them uh, while they were here as well. My best friend came with her family. Uh, for like a, a long weekend, we did like boating. It's just been busy, and then we're leaving for vacation next week. I was hoping for an Indian summer in northern Michigan. It looks yeah. like your kind of weather. It looks like high of like sixty six. So I don't think we're going to be able to do the beach, but I think we'll still be able to kayak. And we have, you know, just um, it's it's just supposed to be gorgeous up there. So I'm just okay. trying to have a good attitude about it. It's not quite the weather I was hoping. I always say that September is more gorgeous uh, than often some of the summer. Uh, but that's, it seems like fall is coming early this year. I agree with you. It's Mm -hmm. early September when we're recording this and yeah, so far it's pretty, pretty fall like out there, at least in the mornings, as you said, which I do love. And I can, it's funny because I remember all previous years we've had, we had this giant arts festival on Labor Day and it's always sweltering. I mean, I'm always wanting to leave early because it's so hot. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to be, I mean, our, our weather is still hot. I, I will say that. I mean, it's still it still gets warm in, in the middle of the day. Uh, it's just cold in the mornings. Like I go outside for my run and I need to wear a jacket that hasn't happened in the past three months. So I can I can feel fall coming. It's still summer, though, during the day, generally speaking. We've had some 70 da- some 70 um, degree days for sure. But yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I, say Columbus is definitely I'm looking at your. Yeah, you're getting up to like 90 this week. Yeah, yes, we're in like yes. the low 70s. Okay. We well, have a more north. So, and then you're going to go even further north when An you go to, on vacation. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So, yeah, it's not it's not too surprising. You'll still True. Have fun. 
Yeah, it'll be good. I guess one other, you mentioned travel. Uh, You know, Mark and I canceled our April trip to go to Cancun. And, um, you know, it's interesting. A lot of people working from home, you know, such as Mark, he's not really, he doesn't really, he just has personal considerations, I I guess you could say, when it comes to flying or vacationing or whatever it is. I'm going into the office every day. I mean, I am around people. I mean, in PPE, but still, I feel like there's, for lack of a better word, just like a political kind of um, halo around what I do. And so I I just kind of been dancing with that. And I did have an opportunity to talk to my boss this week because we, we did reschedule our trip for November. And she's encouraging me to go. She's like, if you want to go, you should go. So I, yeah. I'll I'll dance with that a bit more, but I think as of right now, so early September, I think we will plan as of right now to go late November on our trip to Cancun. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Don't hold me to that. But man, do I, I'm like craving just some, some away time. But anyway. All right. Quick favor to ask before we jump in today. If you're loving the show, which we hope you are, please write us a review. They mean everything to us and really help us um, get the show delivered to more people. We'd appreciate it. So drop us a review on iTunes, please. And thank you. Um, I don't have much of an introduction to today's topic, but um, really just um, in some fruits and vegetables. I mean, we need more of them. What is the recommendation, Gina? I always say five to nine servings a day. Yeah, five to nine, or sometimes I say three to five cups. I feel like servings mm-hmm. is so ambiguous. What does it even mean? Who knows? But three to five cups, like three to five fistful. Which is a lot. Certainly less for children. But um, mm-hmm. one of the things even I teach adults in nutrition education is that different fruits and vegetables are different colors. And, and so eat the rainbow and that each color often represents a similar nutritional kind of makeup, if you will. So like mm-hmm. vitamin C or potassium. Uh it does seems a little bit less clear, but some of those. Um, so it's really just working on getting a colorful plate, if you will. So we've got yeah. some colorful stuff going on today. Um, anything to add there, Gina? I didn't think well, this topic needed much introduction. I don't, Here's what I want to get away from, like counting your servings. I don't want anyone to sit around and be like, okay, how many servings of fruits and vegetables did I get? Generally, the recommendation I, I actually give is whenever you can get them in your diet, do it. Like for me, you know, if if I'm hungry for a little snack and I, I kind of think about, did I have any fruits or vegetables for my breakfast? I didn't. Okay. I'm going to snack on some clementines or an apple and peanut butter. You know, I always think, how can I just get more? I think that's the ultimate goal is the more, the better. Honestly, you, you, you don't really say that about that many things when it comes to nutrition. You really don't because there's usually a threshold, but with fruits and vegetables, I honestly, it's, it's so hard to get too many and it's, it's virtually impossible. You can say, oh, you can get too much fiber. That is so hard to do, especially <laughs> because the fiber, you get fiber, but you also get water with many of these fruits and vegetables. So it's really hard to get too much fiber from fruits and vegetables. It really is. I can see you going overboard on whole grains or whatever, you know, beans, cause there's not that much water inulin. in those. <laughs> yeah, of course. Inulin. Um, but yeah, with fruits and vegetables, just the more the better. Wherever you can fit them in on your plate, do it. As long as you're enjoying them too. Don't force yourself to, you know, how many times have you heard someone say, oh, I really wish I loved kale. I mean, just because kale was, you know, in, you know, for the last year or two, doesn't mean Ten. you have to love it. Yeah, exactly. There are plenty of other vegetables that have just the same amount of nutrients, the same benefits as kale, you know. I wish I loved, I don't even know, Brussels sprouts. Yeah, Brussels sprouts are cool. There aren't a lot of menus, but, you know, there's plenty of other things you can get instead of Brussels sprouts. So that's really all I have to add. Yeah, if you boil it down to just math, five five to nine servings a day or three to five cups, 
that's basically every time you're eating. So I, I think yeah. as, as starters, and it doesn't have to be every every meal. Our body certainly looks at averages, but that's a good place to start is if you're recognizing that many of your meals um, or snacks are void of a fruit or vegetable, start there. Yep, exactly. That's a good, good starting ground for sure. All right, Gina, what's your all-time favorite fruit and all-time favorite vegetable? Only one. <laughs> Did you put that in there for me since I'm always like, okay, well, I like this, this, this. Well, I think we both love fruits and vegetables, so we would. I had a lot. I had some difficulty with this one, so I did too. And it's funny because I asked Nick the same question after I came up with my answers, and we had the exact same answers. So my favorite fruit of all time would have to be blueberries, and specifically the big fat ones. I like them big and juicy. I don't like like the little wild blueberry. I mean, I'll eat them, but I prefer the big fat ones. Um, And then vegetable, I would say for sure, hands down, is broccoli. I mean, I. I've never met a bowl of broccoli that I haven't enjoyed. Hmm, I shouldn't okay. say never, but. <laughs> so to, I'll add your blueberries. It's interesting. I was thinking about this question and, you know, we're rolling into apple season here and apples, there's so many varieties and you don't think of the differences between them unless you were doing like a taste test. But I mean, texture, color, uh, yeah. taste, certainly tartness, sweetness. There is a lot of variation between apples. and I mean, there's tons of varieties. Blueberries are actually the same way. <laughs> Yeah, I would say I I agree. Even when you go and buy them in the little pints at fresh at the grocery Mm -hmm. store. I mean, the other day I went and bought some and they were huge. And that's why I'm saying I like the big fat ones. I enjoyed them. I actually, they're usually not that big, but I realized that, wow, these are the ones I really, really like. I don't Mm -hmm. know what it is about them, but they're just, I don't know. It's probably a variety. I mean, when we go pick blueberries around here, we will call the farms to find out if they have the varieties we love most, which are like um, blue something, I'm blanking on it, um, or like Spartans. Okay. Um, I know so nothing about that. Yeah. And that's why I meant, I never knew. I was like a blueberry is a blueberry, but that's not true yeah. at all. There is tons of different varieties of blueberries. So they're almost like apples and you probably do have a favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Did and, I teach you something fruit, today? Like, yeah, you did. You did <laughs> for sure. But if you think about it, most fruits, same with like oranges, for example, you wouldn't think, I mean, an orange is an orange, right? Well, no, I actually like the ones with the really, really thick skin. Um, I don't, maybe I like them better because I can peel them easier. That might actually be the reason I like them better. But uh, there are m- many varieties. Navel, I don't even know what the names are. Have you Cara, had a Cara? Yes, yeah. those are the best. <laughs> those are really, really good. I They're agree. so good. Oh my gosh, yes. We love those in our house. Uh, okay, so my favorite fruit is raspberries and vegetable. Um, Brussels sprouts, actually. You mentioned it, but I love okay. Brussels sprouts. I do. How do you like them? Because I have a, I have a love-hate relationship with Brussels sprouts, for sure. Not from a can. Uh, oh, pre- I've never seen canned Brussels sprouts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, oh that or exists. Or frozen and not interested. Okay. Fresh. Um, but, I mean, any which way. Okay. I Probably my favorite is like a balsamic reduction. Mm-hmm. But we, you know, or um, just roasted with olive oil, salt, pepper, and then a little blue cheese crumble to finish. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I like it. What about you? I mean, you like you like Brussels sprouts. Do you have a favorite recipe? So I just like them. I like them, first of all, cut in half. I like them smaller mm-hmm. and then roasted. I like the balsamic glaze, any type of cheese, blue cheese, goat cheese. And I like bacon at it, of course. Uh, but I'll just eat them plain with a little bit of salt and pepper mm-hmm. I mean, roasted, of course, with some oil, just like you said. Yeah. But I like them smaller. I like, I like mm-hmm. them to be cut in half first. Cause then they get a little bit more charred. Mm-hmm. Nick yeah. likes to take the frozen ones, like the whole frozen ones and put them on a pan with oil, salt and pepper and cook them, which I like, but I don't like them when they're that big. I, I still need them cut in half. 
So if he yeah. does that, I'll take them out halfway in, cut them all in half, and then put them back in to char them a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Probably dries out the texture a little bit or the consistency a little bit too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. So we're moving into like just back to school season and I, I think of packed lunches. So what raw or kind of purchased as is fruits and vegetables are your kids most fond of? Mm-hmm. So Cameron loves carrots. Paige, not so much. They like cucumber, sliced, broccoli, raw. Of course, I'll always send with Paige. I send Thomas with Cameron. He likes ranch, bell peppers. Generally, they'll always eat bell peppers, sliced. Uh, I didn't see the word raw here, so I'm going to skip over a few of these things. Oh, canned pumpkin. I will just buy a can of pumpkin and put it in the, one of the little slots in their uh, like bento box. Oh. Sometimes with a little bit of cinnamon on top. Yeah. And they'll eat and then, it just like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Generally, not always. I mean, it's hit or miss as with most foods. But yeah, Paige, I would say, is more fond of that than Cameron is. But yes. And then tomatoes, just whole, you know, cherry or um, uh, what's the other one? Cherry tomatoes or grape. Thank you. Grape tomatoes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then fruit, apple slices. I usually send them with some peanut butter, peaches, plums, pretty much any berry that you can think of. And I have avocado on here. They'll eat that raw. It doesn't really pack well. I will. I can mash it and send it with a little bit of lime juice for, you know, chips or something in their lunch. But it, it gets a little bit brown inevitably by the time they get their lunch and then they won't eat it. Of course, if you just stir it up for a second, it literally isn't brown anymore, but they don't know to do that. So mm-hmm. I don't generally send avocado in their lunches. Yeah. What about um, your kids? I would say number one is cucumbers, which our garden, I think I, we've lost count, I believe, but we are north of 150 cucumbers. Oh my gosh. From our, so I I guess we're going to be buying a lot of cucumbers. I, they don't seem to tire of them. So cucumbers, uh, cherry, I, I didn't separate fruits and vegetables, but cherries, grapes, peaches, pineapple for sure. Yeah. Blueberries. Th- that's their preference, but they like strawberries as well. Bell peppers, pickles, um, mm. and edamame, as you said. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even say edamame. I had it listed on here. I do. You, but you don't send it to them. When you say raw, you cook the edamame first or do you put it in their frozen? And uh, then it will thaw. Yeah. I would put it in their frozen and just let it thaw. But yeah, yeah, often it would be like leftover. So I would just I'm thinking things that probably don't need refrigeration, I guess. Yeah. Or okay. like heating up. Because mm-hmm. my kids like to take it out of the pods. Mm-hmm. So therefore I have to cook it first. It doesn't matter. They like it either way, but they prefer to have it in the pod because they think it's fun to take it out of the pod. Yeah. Keeps them busy. (laughs) (laughs) So you mentioned a few, but what fruits or vegetables are your kids not so fond of? Yeah. So Paige does not like carrots, apparently. She has to remind me that often, too, because I always forget. (laughs) Neither of them are huge fans of zucchini or squash in general. I will say, though, I just I I don't think I offer it to them enough. So maybe I don't know. I'm going to keep trying with that one. I'm actually going to make my world famous uh, butternut squash lasagna next weekend. So we'll see if they like that. World famous. I love it. World (laughs) famous. Pears, I would say, are hit or miss. It really depends. And I would say that same for me. I mean, sometimes I get a pear and it's super hard and takes forever to get soft. And I mean, it has to be the the perfect ripeness for pears for for me to like it. Let's see. Canned fruits, you know, like those little dull fruit Uh cups that you Cameron does not like those. And he gets very angry when I pack those for him, but Paige loves them. So that's really all I can think of. I'm sure there are more, but what about you guys? 
Yeah. And just one note on those. I think the canned stuff is, or the little cups is such a great and obviously convenient option. And they do just come in either water or a hundred percent fruit juice. Yeah. You know, we don't ideally want to pack like the, even the light syrup and certainly not the heavy syrup, just all that added sugar isn't needed. And it's actually a lot of sugar. You look at that little cup and you're like, Oh, it's not them. It's, it's quite a bit. Um, so just trying to to pack in water, like have them packed in water or natural juice. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting. My 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 kids are very passionate about their dislikes. Uh, Piper hates mango, but as I point out to Shay often, she's always willing to try it. I mean, Shay is just in disbelief over Piper hating mango, and it's. I mean, <laughs> we've had some great mangoes lately that are just so bright and beautiful, and just I think they're so sweet. Um love them. Shay is pretty iffy on potatoes. She will definitely, she'll say French fries are too potato-y. Um, so, you know, roasted potatoes is like a sometimes mashed potatoes is a hard no. Shay, anything white and creamy, she is no. Um, and Shay is not a big salad fan. Whereas Piper chooses salad every, she calls everything a Caesar salad. Um, mm-hmm. But she'll pretty much eat any salad as long as it's like either ranch. It's some type of white creamy dressing. So, yeah, that's um, funny. I would say Cameron is the same way. He loves salads with white creamy dressing like ranch or Caesar, but Paige, not so much. Oh, so yeah, kids are just, it, it makes, <laughs> man. And if you have more than two kids, feeding them all becomes tricky. Oh, I would boy, say my kids, um, one thing I think that was a takeaway for me for from baby led weaning was my kids do really well with vegetables in things like they're not going to dissect it. I call them combination foods, like one pot mm-hmm. kind of dinners and stuff. I think that, you know, if you're just starting your food journey with your kids or you, you still have time to like course correct, start throwing stuff in there that they may or may not know what it is or and may or may not eat. When, I, yeah, I don't know. That's okay. my biggest feedback because I think then they try it and they may not they may not know it's, it's just, you're not hiding it per se, but you're just kind of feeding them the foods that you would eat. Um, and I think I can easily sneak in vegetables that way. They, my kids tend to do really well with that. Uh, and then both my kids dislike tomatoes strongly. <laughs> I am so jealous that your kids love tomatoes. Yeah. They will just eat them by the pound, especially when they're outside picking them off of our garden. I think maybe that's helped. I know you've grown tomatoes as well, but they've, We've been growing the little tomatoes ever since like Paige was six months old. Mm-hmm. So she's just grown up eating them off the vine, which is the best. Maybe that's yeah, why. she used to pick up like a beefsteak tomato right off our plants and just eat it like an <laughs> apple. And now she won't touch the things. I'm like, hmm, that's unfortunate. But it might come back. You never know. Might come back. We'll see. All right. Should we grab our, our oldest we taste should. testers and be right back? All right. Uh-huh. Hi, Paige. <laughs> Hi. We are- we're back with the girls. Do you girls want to do a moment of catching up? All right. What do you want to say to Shay or Paige? Shay, how's kindergarten going? Good. Uh, we haven't started yet. So, oh, <laughs> well, oh you haven't. Well, no, we don't. <laughs> right, so, today's the fifth. We don't start until the 10th. She goes for a half day. Oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. Don't okay. get me started. She doesn't start full time till the 21st of September. God. Yeah. <laughs> That's called a beat. Is there anything else you want to say to Paige? I miss you. Me too. Oh my, they're so <laughs> cute. Okay. All right. Should we start with our vegetables, girls? What do you think? Yeah. So on the taste test today, we've got um, Glory Greens. I don't know. Gina, mm-hmm. do you want to talk a bit about this product? So this was one of my mom wins months ago. My mom, I grew up eating these things. It's basically really 
well done Southern greens in a can, generally very salty, but we bought the reduced sodium variety. There's collard greens, mixed greens, mustard greens, but we got the mixed greens. I love them, but I, and I, and I know Paige has had other varieties and sometimes she likes them, but she's not had this variety yet. So we'll see what she thinks. But anyway, that's all I have to say. So I could not find the low sodium ones and I only got the, I think it's just the collard, but all varieties seem pretty similar. So I just, they are, they are. The mustard greens are the ones that taste the most different, I would say. Okay. Shay, you you ready for a bite? That's part of the deal, girlfriend. You have to try it too, Nicole. Oh, I did. I did. Oh, you did. Okay. You ready? (laughs) You're not going to try it? Just try it. Will you smell it? Give it a smell. She has both of her hands over her mouth and nose. So they're refusing the mustard or the collard greens. And Gina, I I will say they are they are not my mom win. (laughs) I love them. Can we try this? We will try that. Um, I think. So you like? They do have an interesting smell that can be a little bit of a. So does broccoli though. Right, exactly. Yeah, I, I'm not put off by this. To me, they just don't have a whole lot of flavor. I could see adding them to like a pasta sauce or something and probably not even noticing them. Wait, what is did that? you not get the low sodium variety? I did not. And you don't think they have a lot of flavor? Interesting. No. Okay. I think that they're very flavorful, but the, my lower sodium variety though is not very flavorful because there's no salt, which brings out the flavor. I shouldn't say no salt. There's less salt. I mean, I could see even like adding in place of like spinach, if you were making a lasagna and you wanted to add it to like the ricotta mix like that, this would be a perfect sub in, I would say for that. I like that idea a lot. I just eat it out of the can. I'm seriously in love with this stuff, but clearly I'm the only one. (laughs) I mean, I don't find it offensive. I would eat it, but not for pleasure. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. All right. Beets or radishes next, girls? Do you want to do this one? No, we'll get to the fruit. You want to do radishes? Let's do the radish. Radish? Okay. Yes. Okay, Shay went immediately for the radish. So I just sliced okay. mine, Gina. What did you do? I, I'm, I'm also, I'm kind of making it into a chunk. Okay. Um, now, has she ever had a radish? Um, she has, actually. What, okay. do you, what do, you, do you like it? Yes. What, is it, what does it oh. taste like? Not really anything. <laughs> oh. Do you think it's a little <laughs> spicy? Not really spicy, but just a little? It feels like one drop. It feels like one drop. Okay. I'm not sure. What does that mean? I have no idea. I like radishes. <laughs> to me, I, it's nothing that I'm going to sit and like, you know, what do you, what do you say about Nick? Like take to the face or <laughs> take it to the dome. Take, take it, it to the, the dome. <laughs> I like it to add, like, especially if it's something like I'm serving a Mexican dish at home. Like I'll add a couple slices on everybody's plates and they're always gone. So both okay. my kids, I think that's a easy way and they stay good forever in the fridge. <laughs> Paige is okay. So I will tell you, I am not a huge fan of radishes. Okay. Now, Paige has it in her hand. She's looking at it. She's smelling it. She's putting it to her mouth. She licked it. So she's she's observing it and experiencing it. She just hasn't quite tasted it yet. What do you think, Paige? Are you going to try it? No. <laughs> Typical child behavior. I love it. But you know what? You're feeling it. You're smelling it. You're really trying to get the, the sense of what it's going to be until you taste it. And I love that about you. You're thinking about it. You're considering it. What do you think? Um, I'm, I'm a 
already eating the orange. She's <laughs> it's not an orange. What do you think, Paige? Does the radish have a taste? Maybe. I think she might come back to it. Okay. She's tensitive for sure. Maybe she wants the beets. All right. She's put it to her mouth again, but she's going to put it down. Okay, that's fine. I respect that. Let's go on to the beets. Oh, she wants to do the grapefruit. Let's do the beet. We're still on vegetables. Shay, right, so we've got- Shay is go eating the, the, she's licking the grapefruit. Okay. Did you just <laughs> buy canned beets? I bought straight up canned beets. Mm-hmm. I also looked for pickled beets, which mm-hmm. are my favorite. It's very yummy. One of my favorite things in the world is uh, pickled beets and eggs, <laughs> which is oh, so weird, yeah. I know. I and, love beets. Oh, Paige likes the beets. Okay. All right. I what are some of- health benefits of beets? I feel like they're really high in something and I can't even put my finger on it. Um, really high. Is it magnesium? No. Oh, no, no, no. They're high in uh, something that kind of helps open up your blood vessels. Ooh. Put it back. Niacin? Okay. Well, Paige just dropped it on her new pants. And <laughs> if you've never had a beet, you don't know this, but they stain. In fact, people use the uh, red beet juice for natural food dye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all right. We'll spray it. So Paige took a little bite and she liked it, but now she doesn't want to eat anymore. What do you think? Did- no. Shit! Sh- oh, um, yeah, kind of flavorless to me. Okay, that's but why I wanted to get were. the pickled beets. But what do you? What did I you think it. of the beet, Shay? I mean, she did try it, but it quickly came out. What do you think? What did you think of this one? Okay, so vegetables were kind of a bust. Um, but yeah, these okay. are the ones. These were these are challenge foods, I would say. Um, so I'm okay For with sure. that. Yeah. Um. Since Paige is already eating grapefruit, <laughs> this she's is just. Not. Oh, she's. Oh, I thought she was. She's, okay. Nope. Um. So just a quick like mention of grapefruit. My best friend is doing baby led weaning with her son, who is going to be one here soon. But ever since she started introducing um foods, be one. Graham is going to be one. Um, his favorite food is uh is grapefruit. He does love blueberries too, but he that's loves funny. grapefruit. And I feel like that's such a strong flavor. But yeah, at six months, he cannot see the stuff and not like just have a complete meltdown over not having any. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I Thank will you. say this grapefruit reminds me of my childhood. I used to have, I can remember this so clearly. My mom used to make me a bowl of Cheerios. And then on the side, I'd have half a, grape, half a grapefruit with a little bit of sugar sprinkled on top. Mm-hmm. And I love, and she would cut it, you know, around the um, perimeter and then, Cut the little wedges. My mom, too. It's <laughs> so cute. And then okay. I would squeeze all the juice into the bowl. I would eat it all. I love grapefruit. I absolutely. I always forget about it. It's one of those things like I saw it on your list and I was like, grapefruit. I always forget about it, but it is so, so good. All right, well, and Paige. we're, I believe, coming into grapefruit season. Oh, or is winter more? I think winter. So, yeah, okay. we're kind of no. coming into it. Because so you'll Paige be able to find a- like five pound bags for like cheap. And you got to like grapefruit. <laughs> yeah. Paige has picked it up and is licking it again. She's, she's experiencing it. Small, small little baby steps at a time. So you like, you like the taste. You just haven't tried the texture quite yet. Too spicy. Do you mean too sour? <laughs> so she says it's too spicy. <laughs> too spicy. You don't want to try a whole chunk of it. Okay. She just flicked it out of my hands. <laughs> Shay, do you like the grapefruit? That's what you're eating. Yes. What does it taste like? Yummy. 
I feel as though we've actually tried grapefruit in the past because I Uh kind of like you. I love it, but I don't think to buy it often Mm -hmm. or it comes in that five pound bag. And I'm like, don't eat the peel. It's kind of like an orange. Just eat the inside. So Um, we've had it, too. I know Paige has eaten it. In fact, when she was younger, I would say about one year old, I remember she loved grapefruit. We only had it a couple of times, but I remember this very well. But now, of course, as she's older, she. That's a star fruit. <laughs> okay. So I, I have a feeling she'll she'll re um she'll reacquaint herself with with grapefruit one day because she did like it at one point. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. What do you do? You want to do papaya next or star fruit? Let's do the star fruit because I will tell you this is the one thing we have that I've never actually tried myself and I don't oh. even know what to do with it. So when I taught at Columbus State, actually, I taught like general nutrition for non-majors and one of the, you know, the curriculum was pre-made, but I loved this experiment. It was um, the students all had to choose a different fruit or vegetable. So every student in class had to choose something different, ideally that they'd never had, and they had to bring in samples for the class. And that's how I learned about starfruit and had it for the first time. Um, Oh, okay. But just a note on them. So when the, they're shaped like a star, when you cut them. And if you're listening, then you can see our little tile for the show. That's the yellow stars is the star fruit. But you want to look for the tips of the stars. When they start to turn just brown, that's when you know it's most ripe. The tip of the star is a little bit brown, which means it's, oh, we got a good one. Okay, so do I just slice it? Yep, you just slice it into little stars, which is so cute. I mean, this is super kid-friendly. And to me, it's almost a cross between a kiwi and a pear. I eat like half of the orange. What shade? That's a a grapefruit shade. Grapefruit? Grape, grape, like a grape, and then fruit. Fruit. Grape. Okay, I think it tastes more like an apple. Like an apple? Okay, like an apple. Did you try the star fruit? What do you think it tastes like, like, Paige? Yes. It's not very sweet to me. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it tastes like lemon taste and then kind of apple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I agree. Yeah. I feel like it's prettier than it is tasty. That's my personal opinion. Okay. Do you remember, yeah. Gina? I'm curious how much you paid for your star fruit. Do you remember? Truthfully, I don't. I, I did the online ordering thing and I just uh-huh. put it in my cart. I didn't even look. Although I feel like it might have been expensive or maybe the papaya was. It looks like geez. I think the papaya was like six dollars, and I was like, "Holy crap!" What? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna look at my shipped receipt now because I also did um, grocery delivery. Oh. But when I put the um, put them in my cart, the star fruit anyway, they were quite inexpensive. Oh, okay. um, I believe they were. I'm like they were one nineteen each. Okay, and yeah, the papaya was four oh nine. And that's with grocery delivery. So I would say in the store, probably knock off 10%. Um, I don't know. I thought that was pretty. And then the so, grapefruits were one forty nine each Okay, at my store. Pa- Paige is going to town on her second star fruit slice, by the way. I think Shay's on number three. I cut up a whole one and brought it up to my bedroom. <laughs> my white duvet that has beets on it. Yeah, that's my fourth one. Oh, that's your fourth one. Wow. What do, wow. What do you think it tastes like? Sweet. Oh, you do think it's sweet. Okay, cool. All right. And so we'll move on to papaya then. Has Paige, Paige has had papaya. Okay. So truth be told, I've never purchased a papaya. I just cut it open and I'm embarrassed (laughs) to admit this. What are these little things that look like caviar? I believe those are just the seeds. So they get scooped out. So you can't eat those. I do not eat those, but they look like capers actually. Yeah, they do. They do look like capers. Um, okay, so we have, have actually had papaya and, and 
very recently, my boss, who's a chef, brought some papaya over with a little bit of, of lime that she squeezed on top mm. of it. And I will say Paige was not a huge fan. Right, Paige? Is that right? Uh, I don't know. You don't remember? <laughs> All right. Well, good, because we're, we're going to try it again. Shay, yeah, you please can. come sit down. Shay's running circles behind me. Okay. Tonight, Can you we're going one? to go camping in our backyard. You're going to camp in your backyard? Yep. Cool. Shay's okay. trained papaya. What do you think? Ranchy. Ranchy? Oh, my god. What gosh. does that mean? Like, like bad? Or it means she doesn't yucky. like ranch? Yeah. <laughs> she does not like ranch. So I guess ranchy means bad. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love papaya. You love it? Mm. Oh, my gosh. You like it? Okay. I d- it's funny. It's like, it's almost like a very dry cantaloupe. Oh, dry. Interesting. Because it's not as it's not as uh, it's not as moist and fluidy as a as a cantaloupe. I feel like cantaloupe has more, I guess, water content. I this is more like a dry cantaloupe to me. That's huh. what it reminds okay. me of. It, but it could just be maybe mine's underripe. I don't know. You want it's it to good. be like a bright orange it. is yours. And, and the outs so papayas are kind of green and elongated looking like melons. I guess you could say. Um, but you do want it to be slightly, just have a little bit of give when you, when you squeeze it to tell if it's ripe. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good to know. My, and I think ours is, I think ours is nice and ripe. I really do. I think okay. this is how they actually are supposed to taste. Maybe that's why my, my boss, who's a chef brought the lime. Maybe that's a good combination, mm-hmm. the lime with the papaya because she squeezed it on top and it was really good. I think of it as being very tropical. I know when we visit Mexico yeah. often, they'll do like mangoes on a stick as like a snack. And then they'll squeeze lime juice over it and then put, what is that um, seasoning that starts with a T? Tahan or Tajan or something like that. Uh, she just said testo. I don't think that's right. I think you're thinking of pesto. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I am it's, enjoying it though. I am. You like it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nothing will go to waste other than the radishes maybe in your house? <laughs> the radishes will not be utilized. <laughs> okay. Will Nick eat them? I like it. Oh, you do? Good. I'm so glad, Paige. Actually, Shay, last do you want to night- come say bye to Paige? We're gonna, I'm going to kick you out of the bedroom. Come here. Come say bye. Because you're being crazy. <laughs> Paige is laughing. <laughs> so last night, Paige or uh, Nick kind of planted the seed in her brain that, that uh, radishes are not good. She oh. said, oh, those are disgusting. So to be fair, maybe she <laughs> would have. Yeah. And I was like, Nick, why are you saying that? So, of course, now she had preconceived notions. Yeah. Anyway, men, do you want to say bye to Paige? Yes, I'm kicking you out. Gina and I are going to finish the podcast. Say bye. Bye. Paige said bye. Come on, say bye. Shay said, all right. Okay. All right. Bye, girls. Bye, girls. I'll bring you more star fruit in a couple minutes. All right. She's not happy with me. (laughs) She's rolling around the bed like a crazy person. All right. Anything to add to our taste test, Gina? No, I don't think so. Well, I think for sure I'm going to start buying grapefruit again. I think that Paige likes it. I just think that it it does need a little bit of sugar on top. I will. I am not one to add sugar to many things, but I do believe that grapefruit needs just a tad Mm. little, little dusting of sugar. Okay. And I will definitely be buying star fruit again. I mean, I think she enjoyed it. I think that would be a nice, cute little addition to her lunch. Yeah. And 
<clears throat> would certainly get her friends talking. Or yeah. teachers, like, what is that? For sure. Um, all right. Mom win, favorite new product or recipe? Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm still eating the papaya. I posted oh. this on our on our Instagram. I found this recipe for tequila and kombucha with lime and honey. And it was so delicious. So it's four to one ratio of kombucha to tequila. So four, let's just say four ounces of kombucha, one ounce tequila, for example. And then a little dash of of a lime, a little dash of honey. You have to mix it with a spoon or a stir. You don't want to shake it because if you shake the kombucha, it will ruin the mother or whatever. And it gets all fizzy and it'll explode. So don't do that. Um, but it was delicious. Uh, so I put some ice in there. I stirred it up. Oh, it was so, so good. So kombucha, tequila. And <clears throat> when it comes to, t- to type of kombucha, I bought the Synergy. It's almost like a berry flavor, I would say, but it's just called Synergy. And I forget the brand. It's the one of the bigger brands, but it's the Synergy flavor, I guess. But it has the rainbow on the front. That's what I use. But I honestly think that a lot of different varieties of kombucha, like a sweeter variety, almost like a watermelon or a berry flavor, would go really, really well with that. So that's all I got. What about you? Well, I'm changing mine. I okay. put it on the wrong podcast, but my mom win for our next show is really good. Um, <laughs> and it's a product. Not a consumable. We'll put it that way. Um, okay, so yesterday, you know, all these cucumbers. I somebody had sent me a recipe that was a bit different. It was um, a bit of toasted sesame oil and two tablespoons of sugar, one tablespoon of sesame oil, two tablespoons of sugar, a quarter cup of rice vinegar with a little bit of um, crushed red pepper. That was it. And you whisked it together, and then you added in your cucumber slices, which this one had you scrape out, like kind of have it lengthwise, scrape out the seeds and kind of cut your cucumbers into like little half moons. And you did peel the cucumber as well. Um, And then you served it with like crushed peanuts on top. It was so good. Super, super simple. Mm. I know it, it was like, uh, actually, I have it pulled up here. Um, it was called Asian Cucumber Salad. Okay. And I missed nothing. Yeah, that was it. So the rice vinegar, sugar, sesame oil, a little bit of salt, and then the red pepper flakes. But yeah, you just let the cucumbers marinate for like an hour and then serve it with the crushed peanuts on top. And I love that okay. texture um, kind of variation there. It was really, really good. Do you put the peanuts on after you let it sit in the fridge, yes. I assume? Okay. Yeah, just yep. before serving. Really, nice. really good. It, I was just surprised at how much flavor it took on from all of that. Um, all righty. So I will read a review. This is from Brandy Jack, and it says, amazing. Oh, you read this one. I don't like when it talks about it. <laughs> I have been following Nicole's food blog for years and find it practical, fun, and my family loves the recipes. I have two of her cookbooks and started listening to the podcast a few months ago while on a road trip. I've worked my way through... And her and Gina's chemistry makes it engaging and fun. You feel like you're hanging out with your friends, but also learning things that are important and helpful while trying to raise my two small children. Keep up the great work, ladies. You can tell this is something you love and you are great at it. Thank you for sharing your gifts with us. That is such a great review. So I really sweet. appreciate that one. Oh, yeah. I don't know who that is, but um, because people don't comment on blogs anymore. <laughs> you're like, who's they're reading. Um, they don't. That's so no. funny. That was my least favorite part about blogging. Like you felt obligated to, you know, read everyone else's blog. And if they commented on yours, you have to comment on theirs. That's not a thing anymore. 
you know, I've been doing this a long time, Gina. <laughs> Mom ain't got time for that. You know, I, I know. I wish I had time. I just like we all do more time for reading, more t- whether that's books or blogs or you know, consuming podcast. I you know, we all wish we had more time. So yeah, sure. for, for me, that is not a reality. Um, yeah. and and I mean, I see the number of people who are reading my blog, and I'm like. Okay, that's cool. Um, and the number of comments is like zero to one, <laughs> like on every post. <laughs> so. I I think I would actually prefer that because then I feel yeah. obligated to respond to all the comments. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. that's how I felt. I, I felt very overwhelmed by blogging, but um, that was a long time ago. People, I I, th- I think it's changed a bit. But anyway, super okay. sweet review. So, yeah, thank you, thank you. All right. So coming up on September 27th, we will be dishing about your favorite online workouts. We reached out on Instagram and asked about some of your favorite free or, you know, not too expensive online workouts. And we are trying them currently and we're going to give our feedbacks. Um, We're ready to share it all on this episode. Some of our favorites and least favorites, of course. (laughs) Until then, keep in touch with us on social media at Dietitians Dish Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram and check out all of our episodes and show notes on our website, dietitiansdishpodcast.com. Also, please tell your friends about us. They can find us on numerous outlets such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. If you listen on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds. All right, until next time, Nicole and of course, Shay, be well and we'll talk to you soon. Take care, Gina. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye.